All right. Welcome to Joe Star All Stars, a podcast by four multiple choice nerds for all you multiple choice nerds out there. As always, I'm Joey Foyles. And Grant. I'm Tim. And I'm Victor. And today we're here to talk to you about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Stardust Crusaders, Episode 43, The Miasma of the Void, Cool Ice, Part 2. God, what a fucking name. <laughs> I will never get over it. It is just the best. The miasma of the void. Cool ice. Ugh. Cool. It's so and good they do, do it three times, though. <laughs> and we do a little JoJo's Bizarre Adventure watch-along podcast here where we watch every single episode of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and make, like, just pretty terrible jokes about it. That's us. Hooray. Now, also, why multiple choice nerds? Oh, remember, remember at the end of the episode? Polnareff has like, hmm, how do I handle this question? I can either A, right. do a ba- dodge the claw, do a backflip and kill the guy, or B, take the claw to the face, roll over and die. Ah, <laughs> oh, should have gone with A. <clears throat> should have gone with A. C, wait for Jotaro, like I always do. <laughs> no, that was B. Uh, well, you didn't leave me any choice. <laughs> you already uh, you already overwrote B, mm-hmm. jerk. Like, okay, whatever. We said t- anyway. Um, where does this episode begin, everyone? Uh, with a recap of Avdol dying because we needed to see this again. Yeah, you know, like we gotta. <laughs> there are a certain number of Avdol sets that Rocky has to get out of this system. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a quota. Does he? <laughs> nice Jesus. munch a crunch of the arms at the beginning, though. God. It's like we get the entirety of Avdol's death scene again, except for Avdol himself. Like, from the moment he gets devoured, all of this recapped. All of it. <laughs> Why didn't yeah. his flames sense him? We still don't know, Polnareff. We still don't know. <laughs> it was a bullshit power. It didn't actually work. <laughs> it's because it's, cause it's fucking Stan eats himself and just blinks out of existence or some bullshit. Why does it? <laughs> some people have stands that can take pictures of Dio. <laughs> some people's stands are like swordsmen, <laughs> and some people's stands can banish others to a dimension of darkness without recourse <laughs> or compromise. <laughs> All that pass beyond this barrier are erased from reality and I can subsist there <laughs> and strike from any direction at any time. Some people have a gun. And then some people and some people have a gun. <laughs> like, uh, uh, this is one of the the few uh, stand powers that I would say is just flat better than having a gun probably. <laughs> but <laughs> it is incredible that this is one of the few stand powers I can say that about. <laughs> There's definitely some where I'm like, mm, Maybe you should just be packing heat, my dude. (laughs) You know, really, when you think about it, strength is not a very useful stand. You can just transform into a big-ass boat. I mean, then you don't have to pay for airfare. You can just take your own boat everywhere. Yeah, if you want to wait, like, three weeks. (laughs) Do you think he still has to gas it up? No. Yeah, he runs on bananas. (laughs) <laughs> do you but, think wheel of fortune is like an electric vehicle or it just runs on stando power it runs on thoughts it's a hybrid it's a, <laughs> okay. if it's, it's if pretty solid gas mileage forever falls asleep on the boat does the boat stop being the giant ocean liner 
well, I mean, we've established that if you have your standout when you fall asleep, it's still there, right? In your wasn't dreams. The, wasn't that the point of question? Honestly, it really hurts my brain trying to think about stands more than the Rocky does. Like, <laughs> Which is not like, at all. When I, when I, the moment I realized I'm putting more thought into a stand in its powers than the Rocky did, I realized I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> it's, I'm just, it's a fool's errand. Like, you sh- just, just don't do it. Just, Please don't. I'm just really excited for next season when there's a rocket ship stand. <laughs> what? No, there's no rocket ship stand. I oh. just want. Oh, I, just I thought want, we were gonna go see cars I, again. I just want the natural progression of like we've got a boat stand, we've got a car stand. Well, yeah, we have an airplane. Well, stand. Why not? Why not mm-hmm. a spaceship stand? Why not a spaceship stand? It's true. You're right. It's only a matter of time. No, I think part six has a stand that looks like a UFO. Sure. There you go. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, this is, um, this is nothing. What are we doing? <laughs> Making a JoJo podcast. <laughs> are we? Uh, <laughs> kind of. Uh, I think I think Polnareff is uh, what? sulking <laughs> over uh, Avdol getting killed and how Avdol saved him by pushing him out of the way, even though that bastard told me he wasn't going to save me. Right, because then he goes like super mad and super sane, and like suddenly. Silver Chariot's a good now. <laughs> it is just doing things like, oh, I can move more than three feet away from Polnareff. <laughs> Do you like the part where uh, Polnareff uh, gets so sad and he just like kind of crumples over and the big chunk of the pillar behind him gets taken out as oh, uh, so Cool Ice just rams through it? Yeah. <laughs> I love how his stand looks when it's careening around like a big fucking pinball. Yeah. The sound of design is pretty cool too. It has this weird like, yeah. I I hate that noise, but it's like, it feels good in 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 like in your head when it goes. Yeah. Weird ASMR yeah. stands. <laughs> Y'all, why does he get a stand that's not named after an Egyptian god or a tarot card? <laughs> Look, are you saying that Cream is not an Egyptian god? Fucking breaking the mold over here. I don't <laughs> like it. The god of uh, it, it of just, what? <laughs> this further like supports my my case for him being from a different part. It, like it's not even like a Rocky ran out of Egyptian gods. Like I'm pretty sure there are more. <laughs> funny more. He just like forgot them. He just Look, didn't like, care. He saw the vanilla exist. ice, and he knew the pun had to be made right now. Oh. He's like, if I'm going to ma- name a character Vanilla Ice, his stand has to be named Cream. Would you be able to resist that? <laughs> yes. No. No. He probably felt really fucking smug and proud of himself for doing it, too. I'm not a caricature. I cannot make puns. I could do it. I'm a hero. Yeah, but I'm going to name somebody fucking Vanilla Ice. <laughs> God, vanilla every ice. Time, every time, do I think vanilla ice. The, yeah, the best part of him being called vanilla ice is having Dio say the words vanilla ice. Vanilla ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, with super serious Dio, just vanilla ice. <laughs> Deep ass voice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, the, now that's an ASMR video. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> Anyways, uh. Polnareff runs away because this thing is completely overpowered. He runs through a door, closes it, barricades it with a, a sofa and, okay. a, and, a, and a dresser. Polnareff stacking things up behind this door is maybe my favorite part of this episode. It might be, actually. 
like Paul and the Ref dude. Like, it already punched a hole you. in a goddamn <laughs> fucking column Pillar. behind him. Even and it's just you. like, really? You think this sofa's really going to hold him back? <laughs> to be fair, it took him like no time at all to barricade that door. He just like picks up that couch like it weighs absolutely oh, yeah. <laughs> fucking nothing because he's just a slab of meat. <laughs> it it looks like it's there, made like, of plastic. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I, it just blows my mind. I just see him do it, and it's just like the easiest fucking thing in the world. And I wish I was that fucking buff. You can be. <laughs> Pull it belongs in like a Mister Universe competition. <laughs> he is sculpted. He's like the only member of the cast with real shoulders too. Yeah, <laughs> he is a himbo through and through. He doesn't use tires to help. <laughs> he already has Jesus enough traction as is. I mean, it's Silver Chariot took all the tires for himself. So there was none left for Poland Ref's character. <laughs> <laughs> so Poland Ref, we get an extended scene of Poland Ref running away, and I think we all had the same comment here, where it, they just do a Scooby Doo hole. Like. He knows this mansion. He knows where he's going, but he like goes out of his way to just careen through every wall on along the way to, just to chase them. Does he know where he's going? Like yeah. we established that he's blind. Yeah, while he has he's to doing this. do the peekaboo where he has to like come out of the void and like peek through the mouth of his stand in the most hilarious way possible. <laughs> like he's wearing a fucking <laughs> mascot costume. <laughs> but like in in the, the scene. First suit, Grant. <laughs> Like, this actual scene, he then appears, so they're running toward the exit door, and then they decide to swerve and turn and go up the stairs, because they, they're not running away, they're running it's, toward they're not Dio. Away. You're right. <laughs> We're not cowards, which gives um, Iggy a courage boner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, Vanilla Ice appears in the doorway, because he got there first and was anticipating them. He couldn't see them, but he expected them to be there. So why couldn't he just go right down this hallway that he knew they couldn't, like, dodge down? <laughs> Why did he just go laterally across the hallway six times? There are a lot of questions. Like, <laughs> why does the sun not kill him here? He's <laughs> just so taken back by their courage. He's not a Dracula here. Yeah. How can he fly? Because his stand can fly. His stand can fly. Can his stand fly? Look, he's, yeah. I mean, he's when he comes out in the, in the fucking doorway, Look. he's in it like a Koopa clown car. I, I, he's just, well, Joey, don't, so, don't start Look, questioning a flying stand so early, Joey. We have the if, rest of Stardust Crusaders to get through. If it's the inside of Cream's mouth that goes to the dimension of darkness, why does eating himself project the dimension of darkness in a sphere around him? Shouldn't he be turning himself inside God out? God damn it, Joe, you're falling into the pit trap I told you not to do! <laughs> I have questions, no, and I need it. answers! You're not no. going to get answers! There are no answers! You want answers? Back. You want the truth? You can't handle the truth! <laughs> there is no I truth! I can't handle this show. I can't handle every time Vanilla Ice just gets his torso out of the mouth. <laughs> like I said, like a Koopa clown car. It is incredible. It's like he has fucking sometimes, overalls on, just kind of like, you know, gets his arms he wears, through and waves he around wears the bottom half like a, a onesie yeah. underneath him at one point. <laughs> it's, uh, it's beautiful. I love everything about the stance oh. design. It's so dumb. So, do do you think this is unique to um, Vil or Cream, or do you think everyone could wear their stand like a suit? Got it. I hope he's the only idiot that was like, "Hey, I want to do this with my stand." 
Like I don't, I don't. Want... I mean, the next scene over where Polnareff is wearing Silver Chariot. Like I so like, armor. I, I don't even want. That. I mean, Silver Chariot can already shed its armor, so why can't uh, Polnareff wear the armor that Silver Chariot sheds? Oh no no no! It's like you see Polnareff wearing armor, but you look and at the neckline, it's just Silver Chariot's mouth opening up around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. Uh, we do get shots of them overlaying their stands with their body parts. Like, that's pretty cool. And I guess if we want to go down this rabbit hole, like, strength was way ahead of the game on this. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be, like, he was just full inside his stand. And so were a lot hey. of other people. <laughs> yeah, I guess now that we think about it, Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah. A Wheel of Fortune, definitely. Except instead of his head sticking out, it was just that beefy-ass arm. <laughs> 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 the, the one super muscular arm. Look, when you're... It, it doesn't count. Your stand being a vehicle doesn't count as wearing your stand. I don't, I don't accept it. Grant, Grant, Grant. I go, is a car just a mecha? <gasps> no. Yes. No. I mean, yes. <laughs> I mean, how is it distinct? You got a pilot, and then they move around like uh, mecha controls have and... legs. That's not even true. <laughs> no, 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 that's not true. no. Cars, no, aren't, not. cars aren't mecha. They're cars. <laughs> All right. What if you? Um, what if it was a transformer, but it was just in car form? <laughs> that's a car. I think. Uh, fuck! <laughs> no, I mean, no. and Macross is the jet a mecha before it transforms. <sighs> <laughs> this is oh, what you get from being into mecha anime. I want to say yes, but now, oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck. Okay, All right, great, okay. Great. Is a is a grappler ship a mecha? Because it's a spaceship with arms. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know, Joey. <laughs> So, are, are the, we saying that we wear... Where's one end and the other end? <laughs> are we saying that stands are mechas? No. Everything's a mecha. I don't know. No, Johnny. We're saying that cream Why? is a mecha. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So, you're saying when I drive a car, I'm actually a mecha pilot? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with this now. No. Just How about on. only Next if you step. get into a skin tight suit first? <laughs> no, no. See, I, I like the idea of cars as mechas because then I can probably get you to watch Fast and the Furious by telling you they're just new types who can really pilot the cars. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel, car new type. <laughs> Well, that was a segment for no one. (laughs) (laughs) Like, nothing happens for the first episode. (laughs) They're just running away from Vanilla Ice because we have to make sure Vanilla Ice is super scary. Uh, I don't think we really did enough by just murking Avdol immediately. (laughs) The guy chopped his, karate chopped his own head off and then (laughs) ate himself. The, no, he's not scary enough. We we just gotta have him tear up this mansion. <laughs> so uh, they they run up the stairs, and then Polnareff's like, "Okay, uh, he's already here. There's a hole in the floor. We gotta w- watch each other's back." And then Iggy like jumps on his shoulder. Yeah, and it's actually oh, yeah, they like, get a really cool. They're watching yeah. each other's backs. This is my favorite part of this fucking episode because it's so dumb. This doesn't help anything or anybody. 
You got to get real oh. close to the ground so you can see where he is. Go back to back. Yeah, yeah back <laughs> to back. But they forgot to look down. No! Yeah, down. because Polnareff's stupid and then loses like half his foot. <laughs> yeah, it's not it, great. Yeah, no, that, that seems real bad. It, All right, it, real question. Yeah, yeah. Modeling days are over. Yes, Joey. How did Vanilla Ice know where he was standing? He looked through the cracks. And saw through the ceiling? Yes. Okay, there we go. Yep, sure. gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Sure. E- echolocation. I don't fucking know. What, <laughs> what gets me is how did, he, how did he come through the floor without making that sweet-ass noise? You're right. <laughs> uh, Look at how much of a spooky boy he is. In the fucking manga, just like peeking out from under the foot. <laughs> yeah, like him peeking out of the foot's real good. <laughs> He's like, why? Actually very good. Why are you doing this? Look at that sneaky boy. He's so <laughs> sneaky, but for no reason. He is so the most colossal, like biggest dick swinging member of Dio's montage, and he does oh, this yeah. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like not a single other fucking stand user so far could have defeated Villa Ice. Like, is no. that true? Is that true? Can you think of a single stand user they fought that would have even stood a chance against Villa Ice? Hold on, I gotta go through the list. Huh? He could have beaten cars. Would have been easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, just like, warp he's cars to another fucking dimension. People yeah, who I suppose one cars. of the few that would actually be able to beat cars. Uh, let's see. Who could have done this? Anybody? No, like, we'll go through the list. Oingo Boingo? No. 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 Uh, Bast? No. 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 Whole, whole horse? Whole absolutely horse. not. <laughs> Strength? <laughs> yeah, he's gonna win. No. Captain uh, Rage. Strength. Pet Shop, maybe? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, Pet Shop, what's Pet Shop got on the void that eats reality? Uh, <laughs> like, right? Pet Shop being also avoid that eats reality like kind of he just uh, no that's no (laughs) this is what happens vanilla ice eats himself settles into the dimension of darkness and then looks behind (laughs) him i knew where you were going with that pet shop pet shop is too mad to be eaten by the void i think i think darby the gambler can beat him if he convinces vanilla ice to play but i don't think vanilla ice will play yeah for Dio's soul. <laughs> <sighs> so, Polnareff is a big baby this episode. We're, we're all in agreement, right? Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. just a couple of toes and just, oh, no, Iggy, I can't move Iggy, anymore. I can't move anymore. Oh, my God. I can't believe I lost some toes. And Iggy's just there like, are you fucking serious, my dude? <laughs> <laughs> Iggy has his lungs punctured by his ribs. His, he's, he's seen a missing foot. a leg already. Yeah. Yeah, like come on. <laughs> oh no, some toes. You must be in such pain, <laughs> You threw that couch like it was nothing. Walk on your damn hands. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Polnara flips out and just silver chariots all over the room. Uh uh-huh. Which apparently is enough to shake the magic because we get to check in on both Dio and the other half of the party. Like, just Dio just like looks up from his book, like the fuck is that? <laughs> well, that's a fake out for the audience. I know. Which I think is actually pretty good. I, I like this scene is only there to fake out the audience, and it's incredible. <laughs> it, it's really good because Vanilla Ice pops out and he's like, 
all right, where'd they go? Because apparently can no longer perfectly detect where they are. And Dio (laughs) walks down the stairs. So how did Iggy fake Dio's voice? I don't know. They've like Iggy's never heard it. Uh, <laughs> I like to think Iggy's making the voice. <laughs> I like to think it's actually Polnareff just like vin- like doing ventriloquism, <laughs> because Polnareff <laughs> has heard Dio's voice. I I would one hundred percent buy that. Uh, Iggy, let me describe to you what, what Dio yeah. sounds like real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I hundred uh, percent believe uh, Polnareff is a ventriloquist. Okay, not, yeah, not a doubt sure. in my mind. But it's not my... like it's not like you need to lip sync it. It's Shadow Dio. You can't see his face. Here's my thing. This is these are two powers that Iggy does not have. Like we have not seen before. Look, you better believe that if Iggy had this power, he would have been fucking with Polner after the entire time. They're fucking tough. Like, okay, you know, like Polner would find a cute girl to hit on, and then it would just be the fool. Right? <laughs> they start making out, and suddenly sand, sand, sand everywhere, sand in your mouth. <laughs> just imagine, like, it's a like, long romantic scene as Polnareff <laughs> falls in love, and she wastes away in his hands. <laughs> it's the, it's the, no, no, cry. <laughs> oh, my only love. Not again. It's, it's just like the other half of this, too. I can imagine Iggy constantly just popping out of sand in the ground to fart in Polnareff's face. Like, <laughs> I was just imagining, like... <sighs> Joseph, he's been screwing with me again. And then Joseph, like, turns into Sam. (laughs) God, could you trust your senses ever again? Like, (laughs) Polnareff would be on a rapid descent into madness. (laughs) And you deserve it. I want to see the episode where Iggy drives Polnareff insane with sand clothes. Silver chariot, attack Iggy. Turns into sand. <laughs> You're like he's showing him like his sister and Avdol. No, no. It wasn't a genie. It was just Iggy. He's just Iggy the entire time. Great. Now that episode makes more sense. Hail to you, you fucking bastard! I'll show you. Show you Polnareff. Eat shit, Polnareff. And to get three wishes, you must give me coffee-flavored gum. Give it gum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Iggy did a nice, cool illusion trick with the sand to like blend him and Polnareff into the staircase and have a shadow clone, sand clone of. He, walk down the he even clothes the shadow over his face. How does he do this? How does he emulate the shadow, Dio? God, I love the scene of the two emerging from the staircase. Oh, it's beautiful. That is some Looney Tunes ass shit right there. I love it. As, as Sand Shadow Dio gets ready to karate chop. Okay, cool ice. And it does the ad break like as the Shadow Dio is like swinging this karate chop down at his neck mm-hmm. have we not talked about vanilla ice like this is the first time he's ever like come out of the mouth like halfway and he's wearing <laughs> oh, the no. other half of the stand oh yeah, yeah. like the stand it's is like- just standing up and it's it's he looks kind of like a centaur it's really bad it's like yeah. he's wearing a one piece jumpsuit but like he has like the 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 top hat unzipped and like kind of pulled around his waist and the sleeves aren't on anymore yeah Ugh. 
Mm. But like he's just like skin tight oh. from the waist down, and it's just <laughs> really upsetting. Yeah, yeah, because oh. like the just the stretched out mouth around his waist, <laughs> like the shoulders. It's oh, it's really upsetting. It's like a belt, but it's made out of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, teeth Bad. belt. Can you buy I that on it. Etsy? You could buy that on Etsy. <laughs> One sec. Only no, t- no. <laughs> Teeth, Make though. sure you get it with real teeth because some people sell fake teeth. Yeah, I don't, I don't need the vegan teeth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, okay. You know, what? no, we're going to we're going to break on that. Victor, Victor, vanilla ice, right? Vanilla ice, please get us out of here. Uh, vanilla ice. That that's what you're going to. Yes, on? just vanilla. just sigh, vanilla uh, ice. Yes. Oh, yes, the great vanilla ice. All right, stop, collaborate, and listen. Ice is back with my brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Flow like a harpoon daily and nightly. Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights, and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance! Crush the speaker that boom. Welcome back to JoJo's Bizarre Western Music Reference, where this week I will be doing things a little different to talk about Vanilla Ice. This week's history lesson is going to be less a rundown of Vanilla Ice's career and more an explanation of why Vanilla Ice matters. See, Vanilla Ice was lame. Lamer than lame. If you weren't alive during the 90s, I don't know if I can really express to you how lame he actually was. But rest assured that no matter what you do, you will likely never be as catastrophically uncool as Vanilla Ice was by 1995 or so. And yet, Vanilla Ice was humongously successful for a short period with his slick dance moves and super trendy image. In his early underground days, he opened for a ton of super popular acts like Paul Abdul, Public Enemy, Sir Mix-a-Lot, and MC Hammer. His first single was a cover of Play That Funky Music, which may have been a little too on the nose for a white rapper since it failed to make any kind of impact. But the B-side, which Ice wrote when he was just 16, was Ice Ice Baby, the first hip-hop song to top the Hot 100. Ice Ice Baby is a paradox. Yes, it owes a lot to the illegally sampled bass line from Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. And yes, the flow seems real good, but what are these lyrics? Rock the mic like a vandal? If rhyme was a drug, I'd sell it by the gram? These lines don't actually mean anything. And all the parts that try to make Ice seem like a thug are extremely painful to listen to now. But when you first listen to it, it's not that bad. It does flow. Look, let me stop pussyfooting around here. Vanilla Ice's popular success has to be partially attributed to racism, or tribalism if you want to be a little more generous. Ice was a relatively good-looking white guy who was kind of doing the edgy stuff that made hip-hop appealing to the younger generation, but he wasn't black, and he didn't actually seem like a real gangster, so he wasn't scary to older white people, which allowed him access to the mainstream in a way very few hip-hop artists could achieve at the time. And the other facet is the timing of when he broke through. The early 90s is a weird blip of history that doesn't really fit in with the 80s before it or the late 90s after it. And one of the defining features of this period is that damn near every part of it would seem cheesy and artificial by the middle of the decade. 
there is a huge musical paradigm shift around 1993 or so when grunge and hardcore gangster rap become the dominant forces in America and shit like Vanilla Ice just has no place in that world. And you can see this all across acts from that era. New Kids on the Block, Millie Vanilli, Criss Cross, all rendered basically irrelevant by Nirvana and Dr. Dre. Leave behind your shiny happy rap, your glam rock and hair metal, your Billy Idols, and your Michael Boltons. But really, Ice was kind of the worst of it all. Because he wasn't just cheesy and lame. He was extremely overexposed very quickly, and most of his image was fabricated by the record label. They paid him to adopt a more mainstream look and attitude than he originally came with, and since Vanilla was extremely protective of his private life, the record label published a fake backstory for him without his knowledge or consent. They rushed out a live album in 1991 that was poorly produced to try to capitalize on his popularity, and it predictably tanked. Later that same year, the label produced Cool as Ice, a movie starring Vanilla, which sounds exactly as bad as it is. It flopped immediately and earned Vanilla a Razzie for his trouble. And then basically he stays irrelevant for the rest of his career. And I just, this is what I'm trying to get across. This, this brief blip in history is entirely represented by Vanilla Ice's rise and fall immediately. Though... He stuck it out in showbiz, actually, and he, for the last nine years, he's been the host of the show The Vanilla Ice Project on the DIY Network since uh, apparently he got really into flipping houses while his music career was stalling out. I don't know if my ramblings have helped you. I hope maybe if you didn't before, you now have some inkling of what Vanilla Ice's brief period of popularity represented for the state of American pop culture. If you were old enough at the time to really remember his heyday, I think you have a deeper understanding than I ever could since he was already a punchline by the time I could form complete sentences. But I think being a kid in the 90s really distilled the vanilla era down to its real essence for me, and maybe it actually enriches my understanding not to know the details too well. Anyway, to just put a punctuation mark on this whole thing. Here's the ninja rap from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 movie. Fucking Vanilla Ice, man. Um, I'm like halfway there on this one. There's a line that's uh, killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom, and I want to work Steely Dan into that, but like... Killing your brain like a poisonous crab rave? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Deadly. When I play a dope medley. Uh-huh. Ice Ice Baby's bad. Anyway, um, <laughs> JoJo. JoJo's it good. It's terrible. Good though. Jojo also killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. <laughs> there like we go. Thank you. We, thank you for getting us. I've there. gone brain dead ages ago. 
Uh, I was listening to another podcast today, and they were what they were talking about was when you're a teenager and your hormones like flood you and you can't think straight. But they referred to it as your brain turning to plastic, and I'm like, yes, that is a that is a sensation that I know. That is a description that I never would have come to. But thank you for that. Like your yeah, brain just becomes al- plastic. Yeah, buy my new album, Plasticine Brain. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hit so, shelves uh, next week. Vanilla <laughs> Ice sees through the Dio <gasps> doppelganger, the Dio doppelganger, and a true believer of true Dio believer wouldn't fall for such a like underhanded trick. You get a doppelganger. He knows the smell of Dio. <laughs> <laughs> he Probably knows true, this yes. dollar store Dio. <laughs> <laughs> Why does Polar Ref just sit there and not like attack? God, he's vulnerable oh, for the first my, time. My foot. My, my <laughs> foot. Oh, no. Maybe it's because Iggy, you take care of it. Maybe it's because Iggy is very focused on the illusion and Polar Ref does not know how to escape the fool. I'm going to sit here while Vanilla Ice peels out of his stand, walks over to Iggy and starts kicking him to death. Uh, like, are we, gonna, are we just going to go that far into this already? I didn't think we were there yet. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Like, what happens is Vanilla like takes off the thing, gets really mad, and then goes into a stand, and they have to jump out of the way. Iggy jumps one way, Polnareff jumps the other way, and then Vanilla Ice comes out and kicks the shit out of Iggy, while Polnareff does nothing. Because he's so insulted that he would imi- uh, like imitate Lord Dio. <laughs> you took Lord Dio's demon van. So... <laughs> It like not be forgiven. He flips out and just this is like the most brutal act of animal violence in the whole show, which is saying something for JoJo's this bizarre adventure. It's saying Victor, a lot. Victor, Victor, fucking to date, to date, to to date. Well, I don't think anything <laughs> tops this, Joey. Yes, but I haven't seen every part of You're JoJo. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I remember. I recall not too long ago, not very many episodes ago, two. Count them two severed dog heads impaled on an icicle flying over a fence. Yeah, yeah but, but that's, that's, like, that's killing. That's, that was that's just like over and done with. Yeah, instant death, and it happens kind of off screen. Like this is yeah, this is really uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's awful. It, like actually, one of the most brutal things we've seen happen to a main character. Like, do y'all not remember what Aqua Necklace does to that one dog? In like two, four episodes. No, like Angelo. And, uh, okay, well, well, that'll be a fun surprise for later. Uh, yeah, sorry. Brutal act of animal violence. Thanks. Yeah, I hate it. I mean, it happens, but I care about Iggy. Iggy at some point does give a, a big smirk. Yeah, he's like, "Oh yeah, you're kicking the shit out of me, but I copied your god." I photocopied that asshole. I, I love that Dickie still has the fight still in him, and he's like, ha, so, you stupid son of a bitch. And he's still, while he's getting the shit kicked out of him, and while Polnareff sits there, not doing Do- anything, does nothing. I can't get up. I will never forgive Polnareff. Like, Polnareff is bad. I, we, we, I think we all so agree bad. that Polnareff is like, 
clearly the worst crusader for a variety of reasons. This is unacceptable. I've fallen and I can't get up. Can't get hit my life alert. Nobody's got <laughs> Speedwagon Foundation. Come save me. I am only losing a human amount of blood through my foot, not a JoJo amount of Joe blood. It's not even gushing. <laughs> it's not even gushing. It's just kind of oozing. Your stand has a ranged attack. That he still doesn't use. <laughs> I it was going like... to bring that up. Look, it's a last resort. <laughs> and he's way over there kicking the shit out of my dog. He's so far away. And like it, it clipped the end of my, you know, like when you cut your toenails too short and it hurts for a little while. God, this is the worst case of that I've ever had. <laughs> Iggy, you got this, right? Car, 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 car. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm going to hate myself for this. But you know that Family Guy bit? (laughs) Now you get to imagine that just going on on one side of the screen while Vanilla Ice just kicks the shit out of Iggy on the other side of the screen. This isn't like dumb anime violence where you're... This is like real-life violence where these kicks are doing uncomfortable amount of internal damage like, to this like the, I, I said this was a really uncomfortable to watch. I mean it. Like, it goes on for a long fucking time. Yep. Yeah, maybe, maybe we uh, stop talking about it then. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about... Maybe we move on to the Polnareff finally attacking and uh, missing. Oh my god. Vanilla <laughs> Ice fucking swan diving into goddamn <laughs> I'm Him so doing excited. So, like, backflip. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh. Look at the mind. I know. I know, I know. He just kicked the shit out of a beloved character, but also that was a beautiful uh, just backflip into his stand. Are you? What a fucking legend! Are you all holding up tens? Because I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck yeah. the landing. We took one point away because you kicked a dog to death. <laughs> Nine is Vanilla, is Nine Vanilla Ice wearing a speedo? Yes. Have you not oh, noticed yeah. that he's been mostly naked this entire time? <laughs> No, because he's been mostly inside of his stand. On, on the scale but, of JoJo, it doesn't really stick out. <laughs> I guess, aren't we all naked underneath our stands? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, yes? I'm going to get a yes on that one. Okay. I'm with you. I know, I, know I for one, am going to have a brand new Discord image. And it's just going to be <laughs> just... A v- cream with, with, with <laughs> oh, God. his legs just sticking out of him <laughs> as his legs wrap around and push him in. <laughs> oh, that's awful. For a viewing audience, I highly recommend you all just read the manga panels for this <laughs> chapter. It's, it's pretty incredible. <laughs> anyway. Like, the, show, the show did it justice, but like... Uh, it's just, still, like, about the still frame of it. It's amazing. just where Araki chose to stop this animation. <laughs> <laughs> just the legs fully extended, not bent at all, coming out of his mouth. Going, like, she got better at like, implying movement instead of drawing 20 of the same thing. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> that would have made this an unreadable mess. It's already hard to parse what I'm looking at. I mean, he does that in the next panel with Silver Chariot. Literally the next panel. <laughs> God damn it. God yeah, damn but it. That's I a, too soon. That's a much more reasonable use of that because it's a flurry and not, you know, like a single smooth movement. <laughs> tomato, tomato. 
Anyway, Polnareff is like, maybe I can do something to spot him even when he's invisible. And he stirs up a sand whirlwind with his sword, because apparently Silver Chariot's sword can create that much wind, even though it's like yeah. fucking rapier. Yeah, sure. Did you not yeah, know sure. he was a wind stand too? <laughs> Did you not know that he could cut the space between nothingness and nothingness? <laughs> That's why if he's that the true, perfect candidate. He, yes. he should be able to cut the cream in the other dimension. <laughs> oh my god, that is the best skill. I'm sorry, Tim just posted a still panel, <laughs> like donut hole that is cream, like wrapped around sphincter, like just the lower torso of vanilla ice sticking straight up in the air. This is incredible. Y'all, it's like he's diving into a pool, like floaty, y'all, <laughs> like a pool ring. This is hot. This is hot content. No. <laughs> spoiler, it's too spoiler abstract. That. Spoiler tag that shit. No. That's not safe for content. I love how his loincloth is still like going towards his legs, even though it's pointing straight up. It's the I momentum, mean, It's Joey. momentum. Yeah, he's still yeah. moving. I think it's really starched. Um, so yeah, Polnareff <laughs> does a clever thing. And figures out where he's going to appear. Yeah, and then and when Cream like peeksies out of his uh, Stan's mouth, and Polnareff is waiting right there for him, and thrusts uh, his rapier with Silver Chariot through both mouths. Hell yeah! And out the back. It's pretty good. And so, this would have killed anybody other than a vampire. <laughs> yeah, actually, because he's like, I got your brain stem. But Vanilla Ice somehow talking around the fucking sword. You can see that he has fangs in the shot, and I didn't notice it the first time I watched it. Yeah. Suck on my sword and die. See, suck, suck on my on... sword and die is such a good line. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I love the shot here of Vanilla Ice peeking out of his stand because as far out as his head is here, his stand just looks like a like really dumb set of high-level armor in a, like, yeah. MMO. <laughs> Stando armor. Just like the really dumb costume helmet. So he does the... Villa Ice does the really cool like anime thing where he grabs the sword as it's piercing him, but instead of like piercing their stomach, it's his fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> as he like drags Silver Chariot towards his mouth. It's oh. really upsetting. And is very angry. Like... Yeah, there is. Vamp- yeah, go ahead. No, go go ahead. I, I I'm properly terrified right now. Anytime a vampire does its vampire thing in this show, it does it for me. It's very good. It's always really good because it always feels like even though we're messing with stands and we're stand powers, it always feels a little extra otherworldly. <laughs> so in this, like, he gets his vampire fangs in this scene. Like, it goes in for like. Polnareff stabs him through the face and he's talking with it and then it like switches over to Polnareff and then it comes back to him and then he has vampire fangs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Apparently note. it's slow acting or something. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was time release capsule of Dio blood. Or Dio something. blood. Like, I didn't realize, I, I always forget this, but Polnareff loses two fingers here, which actually is pretty freaking brutal. <laughs> he loses some of his thick thighs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why, like, shoving the sword into the darkest dimension doesn't do anything to the sword, but, like, then putting the fingers in clips the fingers off. 
And then later the sword actually gets disintegrated too. Like I, th- there's no well, rules it's because here. Because it went, it went through Vanilla Ice's mouth. Ah, Vanilla Ice's head is like the condom to keep the se- <laughs> for, keep it from hitting anything. What, what did to I keep t- that sword safe, guys? Guys, what did I tell you? <laughs> what? Please don't think too hard about these stand powers. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring a spirit. Rocky didn't again. think hard. He didn't think about this. Yeah, Why are we thinking about to, it? It leads us to such great places like using Vanilla Ice's head as a condom. <laughs> and who doesn't want that? That's just safe sex. <laughs> That's just... I do like that Vanilla Ice wants to repay Polnareff by karate chopping him. <laughs> By trying to karate chop his arm off. Like, it didn't work, but it, he sure as hell tried. <laughs> I, you would have thought this would have like broken his arm or something. Just God. because of you know where we are. Yeah, just the stupid <laughs> fucking cream with his legs still in his mouth. Like I did <laughs> God <laughs> Just you, we zoom out and he's just like floating there as a fucking orb with a Two faces, like a face inside his face. He's <laughs> <laughs> karate chopping. Looks like a fucking Geodude or something. <laughs> I, I, and I don't even think he was successful in breaking his arm. I no. think, like, the sheer force of, like, Polnareff's fucking, like, beef arms just, like, powered through the karate <laughs> Look, he's, he's not a physical power stand. It's like, the power is the, the void. He's not a muscle stand. He's not a punch stand. You're right. Yeah. He's not a punch stand. Do you think Jotaro would have been able to to beat him? Yes. 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 What kind of question is that? <laughs> Star Platinum would have punched him so fast that he would have gone in and out of the void before the void could consume him. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't have, have gone to dragged a... him out of the mouth. It would have gone to a third fucking episode. <laughs> you would have heard. <laughs> so. To shore up his weaknesses, Vanilla Ice has decided to just not peek anymore and starts destroying the room by going in a very slow circle as Polnareff's like, oh no, how will I ever escape this? <laughs> how will I ever escape the slow circle, the spiral in? It's not I like mean... I can just roll to the side. <laughs> but Maybe. that side what really it... hurts. Maybe just leave the left... room. <laughs> My foot hurts. I know. I'll dig my way through the floor. Tink, tink, tink. <laughs> God, I hate Polnareff. He's <laughs> so bad. He's so, he's so stupid. Like, he's not even... What he does is he grabs Iggy and pulls Iggy into the deadly zone <laughs> with, Dart, with Silver Chariot and never decides to just put him back once the like danger has passed. Does he not? But that wouldn't put an end to this fight. He's Polar ready for felt- this to be over. He wants the battle damage to be reset. <laughs> I think, I think uh, Polner failed geometry class. Or, well, or, considering or, or that- never learned spatial reasoning as a child. Do you think he ever even went to school? <laughs> Absolutely not. It's got to be a compulsory in France, right? But, like, it just... He says it's coming like a vortex. No, like a giant mosquito coil, as if that was a better analogy somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And he's he's sitting there panicking in the middle of the circle as he gets closer and closer. He's like, "What am I going to do?" He's closing in like a record, a needle on a record. I needed a third spiral analogy. <laughs> <laughs> and it pauses to be like, "What should Polnareff do? <laughs> should he a?" <laughs> Why does this happen? No, the narrator needed his paycheck. <laughs> There's narrator no narrator though. It's it. silent. Fuck Answer you, one. right? God, <laughs> the they didn't even the hire the narrator for this episode. <laughs> the handsome Polnareff thinks of something. Answer two, Joe, his friends will bail him out. <laughs> Answer three, he won't be able to dodge. Reality is cruel. <laughs> like, I like that he like, no, he rules out option two. My friends aren't going to come save me because I'm a piece of shit. Fair. <laughs> True. Oh, look, he does put Iggy back. Look at that. He does? Yeah, huh. he does put Iggy back. And then he tries to pull himself out of the circle with Silver Chariot and fails at this. Like, you can crawl faster than this. I promise you can. <laughs> <laughs> Even missing like, two fingers, all of the toes on one foot, and a huge chunk of thigh, you still have enough limbs to crawl, you piece of shit. <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> gives, he basically gives up on option one. <laughs> He's I like, it's my reality. only choice, but he, he but I don't, I think his heart's not in it. And then he gets Silver Chariot to come pull him across the gap. Yeah. But he, like, it, this is stupid. Yeah. But Silver is Chariot stupid. is not a punch boy and therefore cannot pull. His scrawny, his scrawny Silver Chariot arms can't pull that big slab of meat. Maybe you should <laughs> pop off your arm and maybe give yourself a little bit more. Remember when you could fly when you did that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then it locks in on option three. Life's a bitch. Life's a bitch. <laughs> Reality is, in fact, cruel. <laughs> and he arranges himself as he sees Iggy trying to gather up the fool again. He's like, Iggy, don't oh, do it. God. You're going to die if you summon your stand at this point. And he oh, just man. sits there as the giant void ball comes up and slowly envelops him. And why does Polnareff get to look this cool here? I know, this thing really got me, even yeah. though it's, I'm, like, yeah, sitting he, on Polnareff. He does the fucking, like, two-finger thing. And, like, yeah, like, the mu- between the, the music and... Fuck like, this guy! <laughs> so well done. But like, fuck Polnareff. I... I'm just so sad. Like this fucking scene with Iggy gets me every yeah. time. I was I was yeah. tearing up when I was watching it, and now I've had to watch it like four times. <laughs> and this God, this is really hurts my feelings. Genuinely. Yeah, it, it zooms in on Iggy as he's like stunned watching this happen to Polnareff. He's like, Polnareff, move your fucking ass, you asshole. <laughs> the episode ends on one of Polnareff's earrings clattering to the Ugh. ground. To be continued. Thank God Polnareff is dead. One of Polnareff's <laughs> earrings. You mean his one remaining earring because he left the other one behind, right? Oh, the other one's still like extant somewhere and it's still his earring, right? <laughs> yeah. no, it's that bitch's earring. She it, yeah, it. it's hers now. Uh-huh. Finders, keepers. <sighs> wow. So how'd you like the episode, Victor? I mean, I, I, I guess I like Vanilla Ice as, a, as an enemy. Like, this is a powerful stand user. It feels like a very good, uh, you know, second to last boss, you know? Like, mm-hmm. the, the. Hold on. What about. Who happens no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> but no, Vanilla Ice is a very good death to Dio's Dracula. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yes. Yeah. 
That's a good analogy. I like that. That is a good analogy. Yeah, yeah I, I like the episode too. Um, I know we shat on Polner for a lot, but while I was watching it, I didn't think too hard about it. And it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you never do. I mean, like uh, it's, it's best. It's best that way. Uncomfortable amounts of, of animal violence aside, like I, just just I, accept yes. accept JoJo on its own terms. No, hmm. no, its terms are bad. <laughs> its terms involve a lot of animal cruelty. <laughs> the episode does what it's setting out to do, though, and it's good at it. It's it's a good episode. I like it. It's dumb as hell, but <laughs> I, we're watching JoJo's bizarre adventure. So, like, this is the biggest baddest villain that's played just the right way mm. hey, yeah i mean like i like what they do with vanilla ice it's just actually really like, good and then we get the, that closing scene of the Polnareff, two fingers and then last train home starts god damn it <laughs> it was good it was very very good all right where can we find everyone well, you can find me on Twitter at Los Grantalinus. That's Los underscore Grantalinus. You can find me, Tim, at Big Blue Zam, where I'll be posting gratuitous, I don't know, stand wearing. <laughs> stand suits. Stand suits. Taylor, just for you. Mm-hmm. You can find me, Victor, on Twitter at TF Waffleman. As always, tweet at the podcast at Joe Star All Stars, and you know, follow the podcast there and wherever you get your podcast episodes: Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Joe Star All Stars. Fireside. FM. We're we're totally not on Pandora yet. <laughs> we're working on it, and I don't. We're working on it though. I don't remember how uh, many weeks it is until this episode airs. <laughs> an amount one. It's one. one. It's oh one. Jesus! Oh Jesus! Is it that close? I was gonna, like, throw up the veil a little bit, but okay, sure. <laughs> and if you want to email us or send, get in contact with us, send your st- electronic mail to Joestar Allstars oh, at gmail dot. Get those two. Only cops say that. <laughs> Joestar at gmail dot com. Please like, subscribe, tell a friend. You know, all those things tend to help. Five stars. Five stars or no stars, or get out. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't give us no stars. I, I was going to say that te- telling a friend is 100% free, and I have to amend that. It is 100% dollars free. Uh, it might cost yeah, you other as things. As far as your but... dignity. <laughs> as far as your effort of social interaction. Uh, yeah. And, and the cost but. of your credibility to that friend forever. <laughs> it's like, I mean, do you, you like this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of well sure? we like this podcast we enjoy doing it and we hope you all actually enjoy it too oh god oh, joey you, you can't just like throw away your dignity like that and say you like this podcast <laughs> look we're doing a jojo's bizarre adventure <laughs> podcast we have no dignity that was the, like we are a year past that point also <laughs> i have like said many times this is my favorite podcast <laughs> this is easily my top three podcasts that i am making right now <laughs> it's great says the people who make it <laughs> 10 yeah, out of 10 best podcast I've ever listened to or made <laughs> <laughs> truly a transcendent work a must listen <laughs> the fucking author in the realm of anime podcasts <laughs> this podcast changed my life it, it really did. I don't know if it was for the better. <laughs> God. Uh.
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we said there were bad jokes everywhere. <laughs> That's right. You put them in at the end of the podcast. <laughs> we're the bad jokes. <laughs> oh, I'm so anyway. glad you start every podcast with a disclaimer. <laughs> Just to let y'all know what's what, what, what you could use. Uh, should we like make people sign waivers to listen to this? <laughs> we can't open ourselves up to that kind of liability. Yeah, right. You listen to this podcast at your own risk. <laughs> I say at the end. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Uh, this has been Joe Star All Star signing out for all of you multiple choice nerds out there. Say goodbye, JoJo. Goodbye, goodbye JoJo. JoJo. Ninja, ninja, rap, ninja, ninja, rap.